1: All right, let me get, let me get the big H-word out from my partner across the way. Hit
2: that gavel, young fella. What is this, like, morning court instead of yes. night court, which is somehow back exactly on right. TV now? Get get Doug Llewellyn in here. Yeah. I'm Judge Wapner. No, I... It- Wait, wait, wait! That's the People's Court, right? Right. But I'm, I'm talking about night. Did I you I see Night yes. Court is back now I, with like John Larroquette? John Larroquette
1: still doing it. Uh, um, all right. All right. First of all, you're, you're talking about Ron. You know, you're, you're mad that Ron came out and has given us great information about Sam Howe and Chase Young. Mad
2: as a stretch. I'm annoyed.
1: I'm annoyed. Right. But this is the same guy that you take to task. For not saying anything when he talks in cliches and stuff like that, so you're kind of hypocritical. The that, guy gives a, us, the guy comes out and actually gives us legitimate information, and you want to kill him for that?
2: That's a fair accusation. So I mean, that's, so uh, where, uh, where, uh, what, uh, but, what are but, we doing here? That's a fair accusation. I wouldn't say that I'm killing him for a not giving information or b giving too much information. What I'm what I'm saying is. That Ron gave us this information when he didn't have to. He could have played poker, and he could have said, you know what, Sam Howell hasn't earned it yet. Sam Howell is not going to be anointed QB1 until he earns it. The messaging changes from statement to statement, season to season, off season to off season, situation to situation, it's all previous over.
1: messaging it's has resulted in seven and eight win seasons. I understand that. I have no problem if he has if he's trying to get an excited fire lit under Sam Howe. Maybe it makes Sam prepare even harder maybe here it, in the off season. Maybe
2: it doesn't.
1: There's always that risk. Yes, there's always that risk. But I believe based on the players' results through UNC and now. I applauded the kid for the way he played when he didn't have any talent around him in the final year almost as much as he did the year before when he had all kinds of talent. You have
2: been steadfast on that, there's no doubt.
1: Because they didn't have the offensive weapons, and he was still willing to put his body out there to win. He would do whatever it took to win. I would rather have a player like that, and by doing this, Ron, hopefully, now encourages him to work even harder, to be ready to go. Don't be lazy. Don't, be, don't wait to get to OTAs to be in shape to play this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Once the offensive coordinator, and obviously, I know there's limitations how much coach and player can have, you know, relationship in the offseason because of the goofy stuff. You know, it's not like Sam can come to the facility and uh, be out there with the uh, assistant coach. You know, putting in work mm-hmm. physically, doing all that stuff. But as soon as they decide who the OC is going to be, get that playbook from the from the offensive coordinator. Immer- immerse yourself in it. Be an extension of that offensive coordinator when OTAs begin. Be ready to go. Don't wait for the the quarterback coach and the offensive coordinator have to teach it to mm-hmm. you. Have an idea of what it is when you're ready to come to camp. And I think that's where Ron is gambling here that by doing that. That will get Sam Howell to focus and be ready to go. He'll be excited about being the quarterback and being the leader Mm -hmm. of this football team. And at the same time, he's trying to light a fire under 99 to make sure that if there's any more rehab stuff that Chase has to do to strengthen that knee here in the offseason, that he takes these couple of months to get that done and be ready to go. Because I think Ron is throwing up a warning flare to Chase Young Mm -hmm. that, hey, if you don't play well this year, There isn't going to be that significant pot of gold out there. Somebody will – even if Washington moved on from Chase Young, somebody else would give Chase Young an opportunity. Let's not not be foolish about that. But it would be nowhere near the price of what the second contract is usually for a guy that was the number 2 pick in the draft. So I think Ron is trying to throw that warning flare up to Chase that, hey, if you want that big cash that comes with a second deal – we need your focus. We need you healthy, and more importantly, we need results from you. Yeah. So I've got no problem with Ron taking that tact.
2: Can't right you just now do, with the player? Can't you? I, I mean, I guess you could just do that privately. I don't have a problem with Ron. I don't have a problem with Ron. Um. Being transparent, normally, but I, I guess what what more. I don't have a problem with Ron being super transparent. The problem is, is when you come out and say somebody is QB one. Yes, while that could be positive motivation, it could also, again, be negative. It reduces your leverage. It reduces what your lever- leverage. Are,
1: what, what leverage do they have on a well, second-year quarterback?
2: What, what if you What if you decide? You know what? Over the course of the next month, you know what. We do want we do want to get in on the Derek Carr sweepstakes. We do want to get in on the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes. Well, I mean, look, if it
1: if it ends up being like I
2: mean now you've already anointed say him the case.
1: Say the Saints who've already been uh granted permission to talk with Carr. Right. Say they don't make a deal. And then all of a sudden it becomes like a, a fifth round pick. Somewhere on third day, uh, a pick to acquire Derek Carr. Just like Hal in the draft in the fifth round, giving up a fifth round, maybe a fifth and a seventh or something for Carr all of a sudden. You know, becomes a price that you look at it and go, okay, maybe these aren't significant assets we're giving away for a veteran guy. You know, if the price meets the road.
2: Well, again, that's only done via trade, which has to be done in the next like four days, and and then you would have to absorb the contract. Absolutely, and teams don't want to absorb that contract. No, they They don't want to create. But I'm just saying. I
1: mean, you're trying to you're you're saying that the they're losing leverage on a second year player, and I just don't believe that's the case.
2: I think they're losing leverage on a second-year player because they've already anointed him. He's the starter.
1: Okay, who's who's like, left?
2: Like who? Ha- okay, if you don't. Okay, let's again, let's backtrack. Again, let's backtrack. This stop, is a coach stop. who has preached right. competition and has done yes. everything. And guess but guess what? Guess what? And I gave you five examples uh, of it.
1: What? No question. No question. They, they and he has failed miserably in all of them. Okay, but right now, again, if you're not giving up assets for an established player what's the best option right now go with the guy in your camp try to prop him up try to boost his
2: confidence so he is focused and ready to go when those OTAs start for your football team yeah but 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 now you've basically said guys we're out of the Lamar Jackson we're out of the Geno Smith we're out of the Daniel Jones we're out of the Aaron Rodgers we're out of the Derek Carr we're out of this we're out of that now you've basically said look Sam Howell's the guy. Fine. There's one guy. We, we've made There's that one decision guy. based off somehow, of one game and a year.
1: Somehow, some someway. Not, well, I mean, they really haven't. I mean, the question is, unless they draft somebody second day, I don't want to waste a first-round pick on a quarterback because unless his name is Bryce Young and he's somehow there at 16, um, or C.J. Stroud. There seems
2: you, to be a lot of buzz for Anthony Richardson at 16.
1: That would be asinine. If you, he had one game of great tape, Utah, opening game. Go back and look at the rest of it. I mean, if, if he's if you you think you criticize Lamar Jackson for inconsistency in the passing game? Yeah, Anthony Richardson and Under Armour can sit there and throw the ball 80 yards. Mm-hmm. Okay? He's so far away from being a starting quarterback in the NFL right I'm now that it would take a lot of time. I'm with you. And that's something Ron doesn't have. I'm with you. Um, guy completed like fifty three percent of his passes. Go yeah. back. I mean, go back. No, and look at you. anything. Look at anything. Not named Utah yeah. on his film last year, and there was a lot of inconsistency. And he had the one of the best damn quarterback coaches in the country yep. before Napier took over, and Dan Mullen. Yeah. And if you can't succeed under Dan Mullen, then you've got issues. You know, learning the position. So I look at all of the other options, and. You don't ha- – there's no way Baltimore's letting Lamar get out on the open market, I don't think. Um, and he would be the only – he would be the only guy, because you could get him as a free agent, that you'd have to give up significant compensation for Rodgers, significant compensation still um, you know, for Carr that you may as not right really now. have. As of right now. So, I mean, when you look at the options that are realistic – What about Geno or he's Daniel He's going Jones. back to Seattle. Daniel, I would agree. Daniel Jones going back to the Giants. I would agree. Okay. Let, let's be realistic about this. At this point, your best option is to prop up the guy on the very cheap deal and expand your roster properly to where you have to compete with the Cowboys, the Eagles, and the Giants. You need so much to compete with those three teams. Right. Because what can all three of those teams do that you can't stop right now? That's rush the passer. Yeah. Okay? Now you have. All of your arsenal in the offseason, whether it be via free agency or in the draft, to go get the offensive line help you need to bolster this line and give the rest of these skill guys an opportunity to play the game.
2: Again, I like both of these I like both decisions that they've made. I, I want to right, but people, you can't be hypocritical. But you, 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 I just, you
1: kill I just, Ron for not saying when Ron just talks in cliches and doesn't I, say anything. I don't kill him. Then he gives I, I us nuggets. He, I,
2: I think he misleads. I think he changes his message and his tune all the time. Th- and he just talks to talk, and he doesn't and he doesn't follow up, and he's not consistent. That's what I've criticized him for. Killing is strong. I, again, I'd rather a coach be honest. But what I'm saying is, he's given away some amount of leverage here. He's given away some amount of poker ability to say, "Hey, you know what? Maybe we... What do you?
1: What do you? What, you ta- what we, do you want, Sam? How to think? Hey, we
2: might go get Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Yes.
1: I, I yes, mean, these are these are perfect. Like, you mean, don't
2: owe anything to Sam Howell. He's twenty two years old, twenty three years old, whatever it is. You don't owe anything to. It. But plus, also, have you haven't you not by saying what Ron said, essentially, you've not only closed the door on Carson Wentz, which we knew, but haven't you essentially closed the door publicly on Taylor Heineke? Right. I mean, if you're a Heineke. No matter what he told the media at the end of the year, I want to be here. I'd like uh, no problem being a backup. Taylor Heineke wants to be a starter. He knows already that Ron has no faith in him. The one guy who had some belief in him is no longer here.
1: Do you expect Taylor Heineke no. to be Aaron Rodgers' backup in Oakland, in Las Vegas next uh,
2: year? Maybe. Well, I mean. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers goes there, I wouldn't go there if I'm Taylor Heineke. If
1: Rodgers doesn't go there, is it out of the question that Heineke could be the starter Absolutely for the Absolutely
2: not. I it was first thing I said when I You're saw saying. Scott Turner going to, uh, going to Vegas, that he could at least compete with a rookie to be the starter. And I guarantee it. Now, I don't I don't think it would. But, But back to Ron, Ron has basically told you Sam Howell is the starter week one. That I mean, like it is going to—you are going to have to move heaven and earth to have somebody different than Sam Howell. And my point being is, year one, my greatest regret was not having a quarterback competition. Year two, but guys, he, guys, 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 we're going to have a quarterback competition. Though, oh no, no, no! I was just he teasing didn't
1: you. didn't know. Ron didn't know. Dwayne Haskins, the player.
2: All the more reason them. why he should have had a competition. Which
1: is why he said what he said. Right. He knows. But then he didn't follow he's it up. Been, he's been around with Sam
2: Howe. He, he knows Sam But then Howell. he didn't follow it up. My problem is, is Ron tells you stuff that he probably thinks okay. you want to hear. and right. then, But was Fitzpatrick. Was anybody else on
1: the roster a threat to beat out Ryan Fitzpatrick? And the answer is no. I, the,
2: the answer is Kyle Allen and Alex, uh, uh, no, um, uh, the answer is Kyle Allen. And the answer was no, right. Kyle Allen and somebody else was here. Uh, mm. Alex was gone. He retired. Dwayne was obviously gone. Kyle Allen and somebody else was here. Um, I'd have to look that up, but Kyle Allen at least was here. My my point was Ron preaches competition, 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 and then doesn't have a competition. Yeah, but now it, he's but preaching it, you have
1: to have good players to have competition.
2: I suppose, yes. I suppose that position so, is different. So so let me ask you this. What happens now when you try and go and get a Jameis Winston, a Marcus Mariota, a Mitch Trubisky, maybe Pittsburgh lets him go. Uh Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph, somebody like that. Are we going to sit here and say, yeah, 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 you have a chance to be the starter here if you play well? You've already told the whole world yeah, but that there's Sam s- Howell's yeah, number one. Not yes, in, hey, yes, citing competition, not or impossible. that he's going to have to earn it. But I mean, It's
1: not impossible that somebody like Jameis, who's still got a rocket for an arm, were to come in here, and Sam Howell could pee down his leg with the added responsibility. Yes, he could, yes. And then you'd have Jameis... You know, willing to step in and and be ready to step but in. But in order to get one point. of the
2: in order in order to get one of those guys, if I'm their agents, I'm like, whoa, wait a second! You already told the world that Sam Howell's your starter. Why am I going to come here when I have a chance to be the starter? Well, there's here? only so
1: many jobs. I so understand I mean, yeah, that. I mean, if I'm Jameis Winston and 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 the Raiders call me and say, hey, you know, we you know we've got some snaps available here. You know, here's yeah. here's what we have to and pay. And the you.
2: agent looks and says, "Yeah, yeah, sure." But and, and again, there are no guarantees for Sam Howell. You said he could pee down his leg. The he other, could be the other look.
1: I mean, Winston is still, I think, fringe starter in the league if he's healthy. If that knee is right, I think he has a chance to still get back and have one more opportunity to start in the league. The other players you cited are all clearly backup options. They're all backup options. Rudolph, Trubisky, Mariota, Minshew, Darnold. Min- look, Minshew is an intriguing case. But case I think Kingdom. Minshew. I think Minshew is ha- I, think Minshew, I think Minshew's happy as a clam in Philadelphia. And if somebody were to call him and say, hey, we think you could start here, then sure, yeah, he'd go pursue that. But you know, you got guys that have made the most of being backups and barely play in other places. And and find significant homes. It's not impossible Heineke could find that kind of home here. They at least know him. Right. Um, the question ultimately, like Arizona, Arizona's probably gonna need to start her at the beginning of the year for, for at minimum for some time. Maybe if Murray beats the timetable and gets back on the field quickly, then more power to him. I mean,
2: there are some people that are speculating because of his poor work habits that Kyler Murray not, might not be back until midway or late in the year. See, I I mean, again, I
1: think in this situation. I think in this situation, for Kyler Murray, he's already getting paid. You know, he's already gotten that big bag. Uh, so the people that gave it to him
2: outside I, of the owners are gone. I'm
1: I'm aware. I'm aware. But you know, you've got a situation where because of that, if his agent is worth his weight in salt, he'll tell him, "Look, you know, hey, all the people that believed in you, they're all long gone." Yeah,
2: I so even, I don't even know if they believed in him. They Look, paid him. They did, but they maybe, paid that, him. maybe that was a decision made by the owner.
1: It's possible. But somebody made that decision, yeah. and they paid him. Yeah. So uh, Murray knows he's got a home there, and if he wants to slow play this, kind of the way Chase Young slow played his recovery, especially since it certainly appeared as if he had, a, at minimum, a minor setback along the way that – uh, slowed that timetable down. There's a lot of damage on that knee. I don't oh, think Murray... he, had,
2: he had no setback from what we
1: were told. Uh, the, look, you, you can believe what you want to believe at this point. There's a reason why it took him as long as it took him uh, to get back on the field.
3: Oh, I, I um,
1: know. Maybe as much a mental hurdle as it was a physical. Murray might be the same way. You never know. If I'm Kyler Murray, I don't come back out there with that rat trap of a team until I'm fully healthy and ready to go. Because being out there at seventy-five or eighty percent with that club right now is not a, is not a successful formula for me going forward. Mm-hmm. So at minimum, Arizona probably needs somebody that's trustworthy through the first quarter, if not the half of the season. Mm-hmm. So that's a place to watch for a guy like Heineke, who's got starting experience. A guy like Jameis Winston, who's got starting experience, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, you know if. Somehow the Saints acquire carr probably puts Andy Dalton in play mm-hmm. uh someplace. Andy Dalton, if, if if Andy Dalton were actually to sign here, he might be a guy that could could beat out Hal in a competition based on the way he played at times for the Saints. I mean he last year. He
2: could, but but again, going back to my question, now that Ron has declared QB one and it's not just a leaked report that
1: Ron uh, came right from the, Ron right from the feeding, horse's mouth.
2: Okay. Now that he has officially set it on the record. If you're an agent of one of these guys, why would you and why would you come here unless you had zero other options? And if you have zero other options? Well, some of those options, guys
1: will. That, you're right. Some of those guys will have zero other options. Who? Mason Rudolph.
2: Okay. I, so I guess you would come here if you have, like, no options. Do you think anybody's if beating if the head down head the door
1: for Marcus Mariota?
2: No, if the head coach and general manager is saying – Look, we already have our starter. We're not shopping for a quarterback. You have to sign here with the knowledge that you, realistically, outside of injury, have no shot from the start of starting. Now, you could start if he gets injured or Mm -hmm. if the production is bad. You're always
1: one play away.
2: Right. But you have to sign here... Knowing full well you have
1: no shot at starting. Well, I mean, I, I look at it this way. The backup quarterback in the National Football League is the greatest job in pro sports. You don't get your head beat in. You don't tear your ACL. And you make some money. And you make seven figures. There's not many better jobs than that, my friend, standing there helping out uh, in the National Football League. 301 Let's get your opinions on it next right here during Touchdown at 10 on the Team 980. Streaming live for free on the Odyssey app.
4: Selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business
1: Ron Rivera did a lot of talking yesterday. A couple of key notes talking about his quarterback, talking about the former number two pick in the draft. And one is certainly positive, and the other one is hoping to light that fire the way the Giants did under Daniel Jones this year, and it worked for Brian Dable. It worked. It got great performance out of him this season.
2: Let me ask you this. You just mentioned Dable Daniel Jones. Ron himself mentioned Deron Payne. Again, different situation. Deron Payne was on a fifth-year option. Mm -hmm. Now it's at $10 million, so it was a very different situation. Chase's is 17.4, and it's not for this year. It's for next year, year, and it's fully guaranteed. That's what a lot of people out there that are yelling at me for being an idiot— And continue to yell yell at me. And remember when we got into a vicious argument. Vicious. Vicious for this show. In December about, you know, like there were a lot of concerns and people got angry at me. I was, again, I was right then. I'm right now. Trust me. Okay? It's one thing to cite Deron Payne. Again, he cost you $10 million for a test trial. It's another thing, like for the for the Giants, not picking up Daniel Jones a one, the contract would have been absurd, right? the The guarantee for this based upcoming on the year, player's
1: performance, it was the prudent, fiscally prudent act, deal by the Giants,
2: and he couldn't stay on the field. Okay, plus you have a new regime, all that, right? So, again, neither one of us had a problem with Daniel Jones not getting the fifth-year option, even as the sixth overall pick. But all of a sudden, we're supposed to, according to some, we're supposed to go, oh, my God, it's just absolutely a a horror show that they're strongly considering. And, again, I believe the decision has been made. I'm sorry I do that they're strongly considering not picking up a guaranteed $17.4 million option. Again, the fifth-year option, if he didn't make the one Pro Bowl, Pete, if he didn't make the one Pro Bowl, which he did in 2020, it would have cost them, based on him not meeting playtime incentives, it would have cost them like $13 million to do it. Mm -hmm. For me, I still wouldn't have probably done it, especially being that i got to make that decision by May 1st of this year. But I could tolerate the chance more at thirteen million for the former number two overall pick than I can at seventeen point four. And you say, Chris, no big deal, four point five million dollars. That's not a big deal. And today's the cap is two hundred and twenty-four million. It is a big deal when you've got Cam Curl, Deron Payne, Montez Sweat, and others to that take care have of to get paid. Yeah, and. and Oh, to rebuild an offensive line and to perhaps get a veteran middle linebacker in here and to get a coin. So again, if the decision was, if he didn't make that one pro bowl, he would have been like 13 ish. Maybe it's like 13.2 or something like that. I would have been much more willing to do that. I'm not saying I would have done it. I still probably wouldn't have done it, but it would have at least been a decision in my mind. Guys, I don't know how else to say this. I'm not going to tell you all the things I've heard, okay, because that's unfair. That's unfair. And I have no 100% proof, but I've talked to enough people, okay, who know enough things and have seen enough things to know that there are significant questions in Ron Rivera and the brass's mind about Chase's maturity and his professionalism. I'll just leave it at that. You don't have to believe me. You can go kick all the rocks if you think I'm being unfair. There are enough problems that they know about. And, again, it's not my business. They know about it. They have told you. That Ron has been screaming from the mountaintop since the end of the 2020 season about Chase Young's immaturity and Chase Young's um, inability to work within the scheme. And to do what they want him to do. And whether Ron's right or wrong on that, I think he's right. And I think the proof well, the is in player, the pudding. Yeah,
1: I mean, and the only the only person that can change that is Chase Young himself. Yeah. I mean that's, that's
2: it. It. I mean Chase
1: Chase has to get focused on football. Yeah. Doesn't
2: mean he's and, a bad guy. No, of course, it, not. you know, it doesn't mean he's a bad guy, but I mean, the but, results are what they know, are he, and they have to not...
1: make a very important football decision yeah. just based on the results that and and again, this knee injury is a was a significant injury. It's a reminder of how fragile even for great athletes and great players your life can change quickly, mm-hmm. and why that focus is necessary, you know, from day one, uh, you know, I mean, it, it can change just like that. And that's what it's done for Chase Young. And now he is chasing it as opposed to, you know, having it. He is now chasing it again. And there's no guarantee he's going to get that back. And thus, the team is looking at it going, well, you know, we can't dedicate $17 million right. worth of resources to someone that is still chasing it. He doesn't have it anymore until he shows us that he has that skill set
2: that has they no, drafted him for. He has no opportunity because he came back so late to really show us. Yeah,
1: I mean, he – Right? You can't just show fact, anything in March. No, I mean, just the fact that he, you know, got back out there yep. for a few snaps here, you know, okay, sure. It looks like he can play football again.
2: Do you think – and then we'll get to the calls – do you think the knee injury is the is n- number one by far and away the greatest unknown concern? Whether he's going to be explosive again, whether he's going to be Chase Young again? Do you think that's by far and away the number one concern, and the rest is like crumbles, or do you think that there is a a big hopper where the knee injury and the recovery is I a think, part of it? Yeah, and then I other think stuff? the
1: knee injury, yes, is gigantic. Because if he physically can't do it, then the other stuff really doesn't matter. If physically, he can't do the things they ask him to do consistently. The other thing that he still has to prove to them over time is can he play within the system, execute his assignment? Look, what did we talk about earlier? A quarterback can make the right read if the receiver runs the wrong route, Okay. On the surface, it looks like, oh, that quarterback made a bad throw. Mm -hmm. But it was the receiver running the wrong route. Sure, The quarterback and the receiver could both get the ball out when they're supposed to. But meanwhile, if the left tackle doesn't execute his block, he's got a Rydell in his back. That knocks the throw off. The receiver could be wide open. Ball never gets there because the left tackle doesn't execute his position. The ultimate questions are, A, physically, where is he at? And B, will he execute the assignments as asked by his coaching staff, that was the biggest complaint about the player publicly from the coaches themselves. Publicly. They had no problem publicly coming out and telling you that mm-hmm. that hey, we need the player to do more of what we're asking. Mm-hmm. Okay, any other player that doesn't run their route, whatever, they get benched. Okay, that that happens to them, and in this case, they were willing to offer that up to you publicly. Hey, we like the player, but the player sometimes doesn't do what we ask him to do. They had no problem offering that information up. The head coach and his defensive coordinator had no problem offering that up to you. So that's not on you. You're not making that up. You're not. You're not. You know, hypothesizing. Oh, you know, this is why you know Chase Young's not playing. Well, no, that the the coaches have come out and publicly told us that. Yeah. So physically, yes, he's got to be able to physically do it. the The knee injury is devastating. Now the other thing is he's got to prove to them that, hey, I'm focused. I'm willing to do what you ask me to do. Coaches tell you all the time, if you do what we ask you to do and it fails, that's on us. Mm -hmm. If you don't do what we ask you to do and we get hurt by it, that's on you. That was their public criticism of the player. That, pretty obvious to look at. Let's get to the phones. 301-230-0980. Start things off on Line 1 with Chris in Maryland. What's up, Chris?
2: Uh, Chris is no longer there.
1: Let's go to the Junkyard Dog on Line 2. What's up, dog?
5: Hey, how you doing? How you doing, fellas? Hey, Jay, you? you know, base, basically everything you both have saying, have, you know, holds a lot of validity to it, and you know, but you know, if, 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 and certainly when he when he said yesterday that the kid is the is, is QB number one, whatever. But what he should, you know, I think he, I don't know, I, I'm sure he wasn't rushed to to say something, but he should have he should have added the words. It's his job to lose, and that way, like you both said, if you if if you bring in a a, a, a Jameis Winston or somebody like that, then he knows that yes, this guy is the guy, you know. But it's his job to lose. So if I outplay him, then I get the job. So that's what he should have added in there, and I and it would have made it more palatable for you know, for, for, for him going out, perhaps finding somebody to add to the locker room mm-hmm. or whatever, because, they, you know, but, but as far as keeping Heineke here, no, I, I think they should just move on from the guy. You know, you know Ron, though, Ron, Ron is like a dead man walking. He know, look, he's got no time for nobody who – Basically, is not going to be able to help him, and he knows that. Yeah, Heineken might be able to come in and win a, or whatever, but he's not the guy, so he doesn't. He so he really doesn't need him. He can find somebody else backup that can come up come in here that that, that 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 can be a backup quarterback or or, or be the starter or whatever. He knows that or whatever, even if it's Andy Dalton or 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 or, or, or the guy in Cleveland or whatever. Now, as far as as far as far as, cause, cause see, he know what else, what else does he have? Whatever choices does he have? I mean, look, looking know, the, the 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 dream of having of having Rogers here is dead in the water. You see what I'm saying? Now, it, it, the the Raiders, yeah, they're they're trying to rush to try to, to you know to, to salvage something for 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 the for, for the crazy mistake that they made by letting car go so fast or whatever. Because they, they you know, they're willing. To, I heard willing to accept the third round pick for him or whether But, but hey, you know, they're not going
2: to go no more with him. All right, thank you, JYD. appreciate, appreciate you, Doug. It's going to line three. Jeff
1: in Vienna. What's up, Jeff?
6: What's going on, guys? How, How are, are you? you, Jeff? Um, Chris, correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought if you make Pro Bowl or All Pro rookie year, mm-hmm. the fifth year option is automatically exercised with a twenty percent. No,
2: kicker? no, not no. Autom- not automatically guaranteed. But but what it what it does, as I tried to explain uh, a little earlier, is it puts you in into a tier that your pay is way different, way different than if you don't make the Pro Bowl or if you don't meet the snaps playing incentive. It's a it's a different tier of pay. So meaning okay. meaning if he didn't make the Pro Bowl in twenty twenty, he would because he did not and has not even come close to making the playtime incentive or, or threshold, he would be due only, only thirteen million ish dollars in twenty twenty four. That's what I was saying. I might be willing to consider that if that okay. was the reality, okay. but the seventeen point four is the reality that we're at. And that makes it a different decision in my eyes.
6: Okay, I thought when Jamar made one of those two last year, the Cincinnati guys were talking about, oh, that's automatic exercise. Yeah, it, it's awesome.
2: it's a confusing system, and it changed in the recent CBA. So, uh, th- you know, I think there was some misunderstanding. I know there was a lot of misunderstanding, but um, I've done a lot of reading uh, on this and talking to people, and that's the deal. And when the NFL puts out these tiers – you know, it's it, it's pretty defined that if you make one at least one Pro Bowl, you're here.
6: Okay, because I know the fifth-year numbers just came out the other day, right? Right, because, exactly. Uh, the, I know the quarterback number is $34.8 million, which is going to be a low floor for somebody about to get signed to a contract yeah. extension. So yeah. um, I, I think that's very interesting. But kind of, you know, as you and I talked you know, in the preseason and during what's going on, what's going on, you know, it kind of linked it to hip as number one and number two in that draft. You know, Burrow had a much worse knee injury and he came back in nine and a half months. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just been amazing to me that this thing has dragged on and dragged on like it has. And now you've got Ron finally coming out and saying something
2: about it. I think it was amazing to them. I mean, from everything I know, and I know I'm not the only one, they expected him back for, if not that. I mean, the Vikings game was unrealistic in early November. They expected him back for the Monday night football game in, in mid-November for Philadelphia. He did not play until Christmas Eve day.
6: Yeah, we we spent a lot of time talking about that. So, thanks for the clarification. Have a good day, guys. All right, thanks, thanks, Jeff. Jeff.
2: Appreciate, Appreciate you. And the ice
1: uh, cream. We'll yeah. squeeze Junior and Fort Meade in here before the training. What's up, oh, Junior? This is
7: going to be fun. Hi, Junior. Good morning, fellas. Hello, this, Junior. Uh, Hi, Chris. How you Listen, doing, buddy, know, old pal? I know you have this thing about Chase Young, and I just don't get get it, but my biggest thing about someone saying anything about Chase Young is when someone starts calling someone a bad guy or a bad person, that is out of bounds in my uh, opinion on all this stuff. When you're talking about pure football, what Rob Mavera was doing, and I know the fraud that is – known as Kevin Sheehan was all upset about it this morning. I don't see what the problem is when a coach calls out a player. They did it with Jamin Davis last year and everybody lost their mind. Uh, this whole thing, talking about players on not being out performing what they're being paid for, I don't think is out of bounds. I don't think he said anything that was too far over the edge. I agree with you, Chris. I wouldn't pay Chase Young because of the injury last year. Uh, He didn't, you don't know what that can do. Everybody thought he was coming back early and I would never criticize anybody for not being able to get back early enough from a injury. Um, But when you start going down the path of having to pay somebody a guaranteed salary, you have to look at everything. What Ron Rivera said yesterday, I don't think was out of bounds at all. Um, I hope they don't pick it up, but I, I'm assuming it's going to be left up to the new owner at some point, would that not be correct?
2: Well, it depends if the new owner is in place by May 1st. I mean, this, this decision has to be made by May 1st of this year, not for this upcoming year, for yeah, next I, year. I get that. You know, but so. And I think can, I, any I, of
7: the reporting. At its word, it's going to be somewhere before May first. Before that, they ex they may not have it in place, but they'll know who the owner is. And I'm assuming the owner would, if they picked a a new owner, he would probably have some say. Is that not correct? I think I mean, you and hey, he
1: I think I think there would be more chance of meddling by the current owner on this particular player if this because current owner... Know, but,
7: that, but that wouldn't affect his money going forward because that wouldn't be until next year, right? So he wouldn't have to pay anything out if the team is sold before next No, for I understand that.
1: I'm just saying, if in other words, if there was no sale going on and Dan was in it because... Oh, I agree he, with that. He's saying, you know, this is a local that. guy. It's our local guy. You know, there are, there are significant dollars in keeping a local guy. So... It, it, with a new owner, I don't think that new owner would be as meddlesome here because that new owner's playing catch-up from the get-go here. Absolutely. So, now, one quick question for you,
7: Pete: Hinden Hooker,
1: would you take a chance on him? Second day, yes. I would be okay, very. I would about. be very fourth intrigued. Round, would
7: you? I know we don't have a lot of draft picks because we of the Carson Wentz, but would you risk a fourth or fifth round pick for him?
1: Uh, All the things that you need. I definitely would throw a third day pick at him. Mm. I just don't think. I don't think. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't think he's getting to the third day, and I'm not even sure if he'll be around when they have that compensatory pick in the third round. I think somebody. Yeah, I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot of like. I agree with you. I'm. I, I if he was completely
7: healthy, he'd be my quarterback number one. I everything about that kid I love so, but I was just wanting your opinion on that. Yeah, you he, guys have a great day and a great uh, weekend.
1: Okay, thanks, thanks, Junior. You know we'll get into this as we, uh, you know, now that we're getting past the Super Bowl this week, I'll mm-hmm. start, uh, you know, bringing more stuff about the draft to light. Different positions. I, I, from what I talked to two people that were at the Senior Bowl, um, teams were excited that Hendon thought it was you know even though he physically couldn't do. Uh, anything down there significantly uh, they really like the fact that he came there that he talked to uh, people talked to teams and they really got a chance to get to know him because as junior points out I think if you get a chance to you talk to the people obviously uh, you know I know some people that uh, were with Hypel uh, at Central Florida and are connected to him uh, they can't say enough glowing things about Hendon Hooker uh, the person. And he certainly put it all together as a talent this year. And, again, he's a guy that's coming back from a significant injury to the legs. and But he's got a lot of other physical talent that you really like about that position. Uh, if he doesn't get broken up this year, he's probably a first-day pick. And I still think people will see enough value to take him on the second day. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Lots going on. Chris has a look at what's trending.
2: Alright, indeed, as we've been talking about all morning, Ron Rivera telling the national media at large and some of the local reporters gathered at the Super Bowl in Phoenix that Sam Howell is indeed QB number one and that the team is unsure of extending Chase Young on a guaranteed fifth-year option that would cost him $17.4 million for 2024. If you've missed any of our reaction this hour during Touchdown at 10 and even in hour number one, go check it out on the Odyssey Rewind feature on the team, 980. And of course, Matt will have full podcast for you, available, Russell and Medhurst, in the podcast se- podcast section at theteam980.com throughout the day. Meanwhile, NFLPA Executive Director DeMarie Smith wants no more NFL scouting combine, he said yesterday. He wants to abolish the combine and instead establish regional pro days orchestrated by the NFLPA because he's worried about... Football players and their injury status and that hurting their draft value and all of the rumors and reports and workouts and all of that stuff. It's uh, somewhat complicated and also very unlikely. And tonight we will find out who is heading to Canton. The class of 2023 for the Pro Football Hall of Fame will be announced. Some of the favorites, Darrell Rivas and Joe Thomas. And that's what's trending.
1: 301-230-0980 you get to us here, talking Chase Young, talking Sam Howell. two significant pieces of business that Ron Rivera brought to light yesterday with the Washington football team. And obviously one is the quarterback of the team, and the other one was a former number two pick in the draft that's expected to have a big impact on the club as well. Let's get back to the phones. 301-230-0980, line five. Our man Ronnie's in Mitchellville. What's up, Ronnie? Peace and love.
7: Peace and love, gentlemen. Ronnie?
2: Peace and love. Yes. Same to you, pal.
7: Okay.
3: Hey, uh, Pete, you probably remember this song. Every time Ron Re- Rivera speaks, it reminds me of a song. I think it was in the 80s. It said, talking loud and saying nothing.
1: Saying nothing. And that's exactly what he...
3: Yeah, I don't remember who sung it, but you remember that song, correct? Yes. Yeah. that that That's who he is to me. And, Chris, I, I just have one thing to say. When they leak things to you and you report it mm. as facts, and it could be true, it, it doesn't sit right with me, and I'll tell you why. Because they'll never come out and say that publicly. Yeah. So when you say that, it implies something. And that could be true, with, with, what you're saying or what they're leaking to you. But it just goes back to a place that I don't think in professional sports we should go back to anymore. Um, they could have just said, look, his play hasn't warranted us picking up his fifth year. And I don't think anybody could really argue with that. But when you say he's immature, hes I, I don't remember your exact words. So I don't want to misquote you.
2: Well, uh, immature, just, lack of professionalism. Say- These are all the things that people privately know and some that... Again, Ron has basically said on the record, not exactly those words, but he has strongly, strongly alluded to it, hinted at it, uh, mentioned it, sometimes very directly and very bluntly, like midway through last year, before the knee injury even happened, you know? But I mean, yeah, but and, and, and he's like he's never going to come out and okay, directly but, say that. You said here, he's here's, here's, around. Well, right. Here's the thing, Ronnie. Like, I, I mean, when you said we shouldn't go there in sports, you know, like, like what are we playing here? Are we playing romper room or tiddlywinks? winks? I mean, like, you don't you don't no, hear any, you don't hear anything. Career, okay, but you don't hear with anything about
3: career reputation, Ronnie. Let me let, 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 let me let
2: me point this out. Do you hear anything ab- uh, about Terry McLaurin in this vein? Do you hear anything about well, Jonathan what, what Allen does one have to in do this thing? Montez Sweat. What does one Deron have to do Payne. with the other? Do you hear any of it? Well, what do you mean, what Again, does one what have, does to, that have to what do, you do mean with... one Like, you're, you're saying, like, we shouldn't talk about players and what they truly feel. Listen, they're not going to come out on the record in front of cameras and say, Chase Young is bleep, 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 and bleep. Okay? They're not going to do that. Okay? So, if you... It, so you do it for them. It, Well, I'm not telling you who told me this. I, I, I've talked to multiple people about this. Multiple. Like, a lot of people know about the problems. A lot of people know. Uh, a lot of people. Some people know about the problems, okay? And they know about the problems, okay? And I'm I. I think just the opposite. I'm trying to tell you that there's more here than just a simple knee injury and recovery. But I'm... Also telling you, listen, hey, I have no way to prove all of this stuff is true, and until I have a way to prove that all of this stuff is true, I would never talk about it on the radio. But I'm telling you that there are issues beyond just his health and his recovery. Uh, you know, like sorry if they think he's a not a if he's not as professional as he can, like Grow up at some point. You're 23 years old. Like, you know, so what it, but if you there's just criticism?
3: That you wouldn't report it unless you had information to back it up. Well, you just did.
2: I'm not so reporting anything. An I'm telling you that there are problems beyond the knee injury, I'm not telling you what the problems are. But I'm telling you, a lack of maturity and professionalism is big bullet item pictures for the problems. That's not the same thing. I'm not reporting what I've been told. I'm not reporting what I've heard from multiple, multiple people. You got to stop being so sensitive for crying out loud. (laughs) Oh, you people drive me crazy. I thought I was going to get into that argument with Junior, who, you know, like, like, Normally, ah, you said, you said, the and instead it comes from Ronnie. Like, people, again, if you—
1: I, I understand what Ronnie was saying. I don't. I, I understand uh, what I Ronnie don't. was saying. I guess
2: I should say nothing, and Ron because, should no, say nothing, no, um, unless he's willing
1: to spill all the look, dirt. We, yes, okay? that is, we, we have on the record, the coach is saying, that at times he does not execute the assignments— as he is asked to do. We have that for certain, 100% okay. on the record. So you're
2: saying just leave it at that.
1: It's what happens is and I think this is where Ronnie found offense was is when you imply because you have excellent sources, I can vouch for your impeccable sources on some of this information. But when you imply that there is significantly more than just Chase not executing the assignments the way he's asked by his coaches, and because of the nature of that information, you can't specifically allude to what it is, that's where Ronnie and others take offense when you imply that there's more than just Chase not executing the assignments, not making himself available to his team much longer last year than originally expected because they started the clock on him uh, and brought him back to the fold much earlier. I I think that is the point that Ronnie and others, when they take you to task on that, is the point they're trying to I guess I
2: have three choices. One, to completely ignore everything that I have heard, known, uh, seen some evidence of, and been told by multiple, multiple, multiple people. I could completely ignore that never mention it or i could choose the route that i've chosen which is to talk about in broad terms a lack of maturity and professionalism okay or i could well, tell we, you and, and or, again we have
1: that on record from the coaches right. that's that's not w- right that's but, not debatable
2: but specifically I, I i guess more than just that what ron said a year and a half ago Or I could tell you everything that I've been told and heard, which I can't absolutely 100% prove all of. I, I, I could do it one of those three ways, and I chose to do it the medium way. Maybe I should have said nothing and said this is strictly, even though I know that's not true, strictly about the knee injury and the recovery and the lack of availability.
1: Talking Super Bowl with Lorenzo Reyes from USA Today next, right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app.